Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thanks very much for checking in. we got a great show for you today. We're going to be answering a podcast listener question, which opens up the door to a lot of very interesting questions that I want to answer, including how to stay vegetarian and still have Hawaiian meals. We're also going to talk about the difference between cocoa crater and cocoa head. I got to get that off my chest as well today as we get through the podcast for this Friday, February 22nd, 2013. This is our 562nd podcast. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. You can also just give us a call. We have agents standing by right now. Chances are when you're listening to this, good chance we have agents on. They're on. We're pretty much on, I would say, about... 18 hours a day, you can find somebody live here uh, that you can reach just by picking up the phone, or we have click to call, you can Skype us, lots of ways to interact with us. We would like to make use the technology that's out there to make it easier to interact with human beings, because all of our agents are here in Hawaii, we're either born or raised here, or lived here most of our lives, and the thing about working with us is that we really want you to have a Hawaiian experience, and want you to connect with the culture here and the people here. So when you're dealing with us, you're dealing with people that really understand these islands, and that's going to make the difference for your Hawaii vacation. This could be a cha- you know a once-in-a-lifetime trip for you. It might be the only time you ever come here. So you really want to make sure you do it right, and we can ensure that that makes uh, that you we make this trip happen the right way, done local, done right. So give us a call, get involved with us. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Aloha Bruce or on our Facebook page, hawaii.vacation, on Facebook. We also have an app you can download. It's called Hawaii Aloha. We also have a companion podcast. It's called the Hawaii Travel Podcast, and it's all of our best of videos. So if you're catching us on iTunes, make sure you check out our companion video podcast as well. Well, we've got a lot of ground to cover here. We want to get into the topics here. Uh, the weather has been great if you're going to be here in the next week or so, but very, very windy. I mean, we've had amazing winds here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, some friends have come through, and actually, it's not that unusual this time of year as we get towards the end of the winter season to see these kinds of winds blowing. And uh, But this year, it's really been uh, been very heavy winds like even today it's the 25 mile an hour winds out there the sun may be shining but man the wind is so strong they even knocked out some power lines last week uh, we i think it was saturday our power was off for like four hours because of a down power pole because of these winds so very very windy in hawaii right now but still quite beautiful and i'm sure better than the weather you're getting right now. <laughs> I talk to people all the time about how cold it is right now on the East Coast and other places. So, you know, now's the time to start thinking about thawing out and coming to Hawaii is a great way to do that. So get involved with us. We'd love to help you plan your Hawaii vacation, take a look at your itinerary, and most of all, save you money. We save you money compared to the online travel companies like Expedia and Travelocity. So let's get right to it. I've got a question here that came in from Dave Steele. He's booked with us. He's also a podcast listener, and he brought up some very interesting questions that I think are just great questions in general. That I, and I want to address them all. So the first one is he's saying they're coming here for their honeymoon in May. Um, they are going to be going to 
they want to visit Pearl Harbor, and he's asking, is it best to purchase a tour that includes transportation from the hotel to Pearl Harbor and includes other sites, or should we take a bus or taxi? And they'd like to start early in the day so that they're not pressured for time. Very good question. Well, it really depends. If you just want to do Arizona Memorial and that's all you're interested in doing. That means you go to the memorial, you can visit the museum there, and then you take the trolley, the, the ferry rather, over to the actual memorial. If that's what you want to do, and that's only what you want to do, then you know what? You can take the Arizona Memorial shuttle bus. It's only six bucks round trip. It stops at all the hotels, and you can just go there and come back. I would get there early, and what I would do is I would go online. You can make reservations for the Arizona Memorial online. It's a very simple process. Like, I looked up the May dates, and May dates were wide open, and you can get the earliest tour, which is at 8 o'clock, and you can get the shuttle starting at around 7. Get there at around 8, you're fine, and you can, you know, take your time and see Pearl Harbor. If you wanted to take a taxi, you could do that too. It's about 35 bucks though, one way, and you can get a taxi there. Uh, also, the Aloha bus. This is this double-decker Aloha bus thing they have now. That also goes to Pearl Harbor, and they have a Aloha bus Pearl Harbor Express so you may want to check that out as well, and that's a great way to get to Pearl Harbor. Now, as far as the tour goes, yes, if you're if you're planning on seeing more, let's say you want to bundle in the uh, the Aviation Museum, you know, the Pacific Aviation Museum, or you want to do a Home of the Brave tour, which kind of gives you a historical perspective of it and uh, gives you a little bit more information and takes you deeper into the history of it and also takes you like to Punchbowl Cemetery uh, of the Pacific, which is a beautiful site to see, just gorgeous up there, then yes, I would recommend doing one of the tours. So those are your options. It really depends on what you want to do. But if you just want to do the straight Pearl Harbor thing, I recommend just getting the bus, going over there for six bucks, taking your tour. You know, Pearl Harbor is free. Uh, and that's just the best way to do it. Another question is, Is we don't have a rental car on Hawaii, but want to check out other beaches and do some hikings. Can we get around to the other parts of the island efficiently, or should we rent a car for the day? You, you know, we have a great public transportation system, but, you know, public transportation always takes a longer amount of time. I say rent a car for a few days. It'll only cost you maybe 35 bucks a day, and... Just drive the island, you know, come to the east side, maybe go to the north shore. There's so many great things you can experience just driving around the island. We have a couple of great suggestions on our blog. And if you haven't checked out our blog, definitely check out our blog, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog. It's the most comprehensive blog about vacationing to Hawaii. Thousands of pages of information there. And we've got a couple of great hikes, uh, great uh, driving tours that you can take. Uh, and it's free. And that's the great thing about driving around the island. It's free. It's a great way to do it and a lot of fun. So I would say do that. And then this third question, I thought it was a, just a great question, it opened up a whole new door for me because I hadn't had this question before. He says that they're both very uh, vegetarians. They eat uh, dairy and eggs, apparently. And he's asking, are there any specific veggie-friendly Hawaiian dishes that we can recommend while you're here? And I had to reach out to my network a little bit on this one. And, you know, there are several things that you can eat that are vegetarian and still considered to be Hawaiian. The first thing that comes up is poi. Poi, which is taro, which is pounded. And poi, you can prepare many different ways. You can also do a luau stew with a lua. 
and kalo, which is taro and breadfruit. And it's great if you're avoiding meat. And I've also seen, and other people have, t- have told me, other people have told me that they've seen vegetarian lao lao in the stores. So that's a, a, a great dish to do. Uh, we, uh, th- there's uh, kulolo, which is a Hawaiian dessert made primarily from mashed taro. And it comes either grated or with coconut meat or coconut milk. That's another thing you can do. Um, Kololo is that breadfruit, just to let you know. And you can do a lot of things with that, apparently. Somebody suggested teriyaki, uh, teriyaki tofu, uh, which is tofu and taro with lao lao, with fried taro chips and ulu chips, which I guess they can, they make out of the breadfruit, they make ulu uh chips as well uh, but teriyaki is Japanese but it's kind of considered a Hawaiian dish so hopefully that helps you out and those are some things to do somebody also recommended our sweet potatoes with poi coconut with taro there's Hawaiian watercress with spinach which makes a great meal and easy to make so those are some suggestions and ideas for you and Dave thank you so much for those questions it opened up a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, and uh, fun fun ideas there came out of that question. So if you have a question, make sure you reach out to me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. Next thing I want to talk about is Coco Crater versus Cocoa Head. Now, Coco Crater and Cocoa Head are located on the southeast side of the island. It's very close to where I live. In fact, when I look out of my window here in my office, I see Cocoa Crater. But it kind of gets confused with Cocoa Head. And, you know, very often it's confusing for folks when they come here uh, to pronounce different landmarks. There's street names and towns. With only 12 letters in the Hawaiian alphabet, a lot of visitors come to the island and never really learn how to pronounce, pronounce or identify different names when vacationing here. So if you're trying to get to the ocean, but you confuse Makai with Malka, Makai meaning towards the ocean and Malka meaning towards the ma- mountain, you'll be finding yourself kind of deep in the valleys and lost and maybe not on the right track if you if you don't really understand the language and you don't understand some of the pronunciations. And, and actually the same goes for some of the beaches and some of the points of interest. And that goes to our topic kind of today to kind of straighten out the mystery and the confusion behind these two landmarks on Oahu. Now, probably the most known of the two Cocos, if you will, for travelers and locals alike, is Coco Crater. But this name has become popular and widely used for misleading reasons. Most people think when they hike that treacherous staircase trail up the mountain, they're hiking Coco Crater Trail. But technically, you're hiking the crater but the trail, and actually the peak of the trail, is in fact called the Pu'umai. Even further up, there's another trail called the Kohele Pelepe Trail. But for the sake of sanity here, let's just refer to it as the Pu'umai. I mean, there's no such hike, just to let you know, as the Coco Crater Trail. Although, if you look on the internet and apps and you look on Yelp, you might think differently. But we're calling ourselves the authority today. I look at this thing every day. <laughs> so I know what it is. So we're calling it 
the Pu'umai, and that's really what it's called, the Pu'umai Trail. But that's kind of hard to remember, so it's kind of easier to remember it as Cocoa Crater Trail, but it's very confusing for people who are really trying to find out how to do do this trail. But Cocoa Crater itself is very massive, and from pictures of above, you know, aerial pictures, it you can kind of see the shape of the crater. It's just amazing from those aerial views. But the difference between Cocoa Crater and Cocoa Head are their actual sizes. Cocoa Crater is much larger than Cocoa Head, and you can hike to the top of Cocoa Crater to the, on the Pu'umai Trail. But you cannot do anything with Cocoa Head. You can't hike up Cocoa Head. Cocoa Crater is a cinder cone. It has a 1.5-mile trail that we've been talking about here, this Pu'umai Trail, that once you get to the top of it, you can see these 360-degree view, views of Diamond Head and the entire southeast Oahu. I think it's probably the most spectacular view on this side. And it's known to be a great workout, which it is, because it can be very strenuous, as you can see in the video that I've done out of it. And from Kalaniahole Highway, you can actually see people making their way up the trail. You can kind of watch them as they go up this steep cliff. And Cocoa Crater is actually behind Cocoa Head, and it has farms and the high, Kaiser High School on it. And within the crater, there is actually a botanical gardens. There's a horse stable there that you can go riding in. And it's a popular hike on Oahu, and you can just see tons of pictures Online, we have pictures, and I also have a video that I've done of it. Now, Cocoa Head, on the other hand, has no photos on the internet. And this is because people are confused as to what this land mass actually is, and because they think it's the same thing as Cocoa Crater. And even if you Google Cocoa Head, you're going to get images of Cocoa Crater. Now, Cocoa Head is a much smaller cinder cone that just basically jets out into the ocean and it cradles Hanama Bay on one side. So one side is Hanama Bay, on the other side is Manalua Bay, which is a beach and shallow waters. I've done lots of stuff about Manalua Bay and it also houses the area known as Portlock. And Manalua means two mountains, which refers to the two peaks of Cocoa Head and Cocoa Crater, which are actually both visible from Manalua Bay and from the beach there as well. Cocoa Head is basically just a high point of landmass, which is above Hanama Bay. And really, it just has a water tank and a communication tower on it. And Cocoa Head Elementary School is kind of at the base of it. And there's upscale homes and this area known as Portlock and Black Rock is located along there. So that's really the story of the two, the differences of the two. But there's this little mystery that I wanted to kind of uncover and the reason why they're named Coco. And the reason is, is because they're on the Coco Rift Zone. Now, a rift zone is a feature of some volcanoes where actual lava erupts from the sides of it. They call them flanks of the volcano instead of the summit or the peak because of gravity. And so lava easily flows out of the sides of volcanoes as opposed to being pushed up and out over the top of it. So you want to think of your chocolate molten lava dessert. Have you ever had one of those? The liquid lava kind of bursts out of the sides before it actually pushes out of the top. 
So that's why this landmass looks the way it is, and that's why they call it Coco. And that's where the whole Coco Head, Coco Crater thing comes from. In fact, Coco Head was formed from an explosion out of Coco Crater. So when millions and millions of years ago is when this happened, Coco Crater erupted and created this landmass known as Coco Head. So just keep in mind, these are two land masses. They're separate from each other. And don't confuse yourself when you try to come out here. Hopefully, I haven't confused you anymore with this explanation. But the point is, is that Coco Crater is a great place to come on the east side. This is a great trail to take, the Pu'umai Trail. And if you need more information, just reach out to me. And it's definitely something you want to put on your calendar, especially if you're a good, you're a good hiker. I mean, you got to have good... You know, got to be a strong hiker for that hike because it is very, very steep and it's a long hike. So if you're looking for a fun day, check out the crater. Maybe combine it with Hanama Bay, maybe Mauna Lua Bay. And even if you don't go up to the top of the crater, it's worth checking out as well. So hopefully that clears up some of the confusion. I mean, I'm sure you've lost sleep over this at night. Wondering about Coco Head, Coco Crater. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you for tuning up in. That's going to wrap it up for us. Don't forget to check us out every Friday. We do this every Friday. Subscribe to our podcasts, our blogs. Reach out to me. Give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. That's going to wrap it up. For my beautiful wife, Yang Ling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo. <laughs>